Hello everyone, I'm Jack Tracy, and thank you so much for joining me for another episode of Real Talk with Jack Tracy. I'm coming to you from my adopted hometown, beautiful Hermosa Beach, California, where I like to say the ocean view is beautiful, the city is beautiful, the people are beautiful, and even the bugs are beautiful if you can find any. It's much the same all around the South Bay. I came here from Denver in 2011 with my dog Roxy for love and my ukulele for work. And through singing and entertaining audiences in the beach cities, I have become acquainted with many musicians, business owners, city officials, and lovely residents. So through this podcast, it will be my pleasure to introduce to you some of the people who, in various ways, bring this area's beauty to life. And next up is my remarkable friend, T.J. Brinjak. Now, T.J. is a superb musician and educator at the Amuse Music Center over in Palos Verdes. He lives in Hermosa Beach, and I first met him in the sound booth at a council meeting where he was producing video for the city. I asked him to play my ukulele, and he totally shredded it. I, he played, I think it was Canon in D by Pachelbel, or it might have been a Beethoven number, I think. But uh, T.J. is a master of many instruments. He's written and sold scores of his own songs. And I will just let him tell you more about himself. So we will ring up. There we go. T.J. And we'll find out just how he's Hey, doing. Jack. Good afternoon, bud. <laughs> Thank you for calling, T.J. How are you? Terrific. You guys? Very, very good. I, I appreciate so much your being willing to be with me on this what is my inaugural show here, Real Talk with Jack Tracy, and just to have a good conversation. It's my pleasure. Thanks for having me. You're one of the coolest guys I know, honestly. And one of the reasons I would say that is because <laughs> um, you had your gig um, regularly at Susie's. Remember, of course, you remember that. Yes. And I remember running into you one day um, when you were taking a break from Susie's, and I was over there, and you were wearing a zoot suit. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, nobody rocks a zoot suit like you do. Cool. Well, there's a funny story behind Tell that. Me. Um, a couple, yeah, a couple years ago for Halloween, uh, I was Gomez Adams, right? Yeah. So I grew the mustache. Um, I dyed my hair black. I dyed my eyebrows black. <laughs> I dyed the mustache black. I ordered um, a pinstripe suit from eBay for a hundred bucks. Mm -hmm. um, Plus another twenty bucks for the tailor to get the you yeah, know the, the, the trousers the fit, right. Yeah. So I go to the carnival. You know, I got my cigar, I got my guy liner, my eyeshadow. <laughs> you know, I was doing a perfect John Aston, uh, Gomez Adams. So we get home from the uh, from the Halloween carnival, and I'm like, I don't feel like taking off this suit. So I took off my makeup, and I'm still like, I don't feel like taking off this suit. And Emily and Madonna went to bed. And I'm like, I still don't feel like taking off the suit. I'm going to go to Denny's. I'm going to get some breakfast in my new suit. So um, <laughs> the thing is, you know, men's suits the past couple of years are so tiny. You know, you look like Pee Wee yeah, Herman. Yeah, true. Yeah, no doubt. And like, and I, so here I am walking around in a brand new suit that's 30 years out of style. I've worn that suit professionally like a dozen times since then. I got nothing but compliments. Oh, man, so I'm, I'm bringing back the baggy suit. It suits suit. you, I'm <laughs> telling you. Yeah, the coolest thing I've seen. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I dig that. I dig that era too, and everything. So you you really rock that, man. So very cool. Hey, thanks, Jack. Um, I wanted to ask you. You know how how are you? How is your health and your family? Your your wife and daughter. You know how's everybody holding up? Really good. Just tell me good. 
Yeah, really good. Um, so, you know, my lovely wife is a chef at Whole Foods. Um, and she's a great cook. Oh, I know that you eat well, oh, don't you? <laughs> and, you know, Whole Foods, they really take care of their uh, employees. Uh, most people don't know this, but their tagline is the customer comes second. You know, you want to keep your employees happy. Yeah. And then as far as uh, our daughter goes, you know, her teachers are doing a great job. Um, she, she misses her friends, but you know, she'll get out there on her bicycle and, you know, stay busy. Um, she's been doing a lot of arts and crafts. She still takes her piano lesson, um, remotely every Wednesday. I see those things when you post them on Facebook and I think it's really cool. She's coming along really well. She gets, she has your talent. There's no doubt about that. (laughs) Thanks, Jack. Man, that's, that's awfully kind of you. And then as far as me, you know, I really miss playing with the orchestra. I miss those guys. Um, as far as teaching goes, man, I'm teaching about 100% of my students from Palos Verdes remotely uh, from my you know remote teaching right, right here. And plus, I picked up some other students. I'm teaching a lesson in Pittsburgh. I'm teaching a lesson in Florida. So, you know, by the time this thing's over... You know, it'll really be a new source of well, income. Well, I guess that's the thing I was going to ask you. So you found, as a musician, you found opportunity in all of this. Absolutely, yeah. Really? And, um, you know, uh, some other time when we're not doing the podcast here, I'd be happy to do a, a quick Zoom meeting with you to show you, you know, my setup. Um, I have everything uh, ready to go here from uh, the, uh, hang on a second. Here's the metronome. Yeah. Okay. Um, that's uh, 135 uh, subdivided into eighth notes there. And, you know, I mean, I have um, all my guitars ready to go. Um, and, you know, I had to learn a lot about. Um... Sounds nice, man. Yeah. Thanks, man. So um, for my studio, uh, it's not just my recording studio anymore where I create nice sounds. There are basically three things. Um, I have to create nice sounds in the room. Uh, that's number one. And then the sounds I'm sending out don't necessarily have to do with um, what I'm hearing in the room. For instance, um, you're hearing my voice through uh, a Shure SM58. I don't need to hear this in the room because I can hear myself. Um I don't need to hear my classical guitar in the room because I can hear it, but you're hearing my classical guitar with compression and church reverb. And... Of course, it's being modified. Sure. Yeah. I'm not yeah, hearing the then, same thing you're hearing. Exactly, yeah. So, and the third thing is, um, you know, what I'm hearing from the student. Right now, you and I are having a speakerphone conversation, and ever since your first speakerphone conversation in 1985 or whatever, there's the problem of the other person hearing an echo from your room. So um, I attacked that problem acoustically and electronically. Um, Acoustically, the speakers are aiming at me and the microphone is aiming at me. And then um, behind the microphone, I have a huge theater curtain that goes, you know, floor to ceiling to get rid of the um, the sound sound reflection. And then I also, um, I'm using um, a noise gate on this microphone. so, you know, you're teaching from home. You live at the beach. There's always construction. Uh, the other day, there was a cement mixer literally 70 feet from where I'm trying to teach. And I asked the student, I said, can you hear the cement mixer? Yeah. And so I reach over and turn up the threshold noise day a little bit. I said, can you hear the uh, 
you hear the cement mixer now? No, where'd it go? Oh, yeah, I told him to leave. You know, so. <laughs> Good for you. You've got so, yeah, control every, over your environment. Uh, audio, yes, in audio every night when I finish teaching, um, I mean, like literally every night when I finish teaching, I crack open my first brewski and I'm like, okay, you know, how can I make the studio better? How can I, you know, improve the conversation I'm having with my students? Right. Very, very cool. I'm, I'm glad to see you're one of the ones. I mean, the creative types, it, it appears to me as I have an opportunity to talk to uh, musicians and others, but the creative types during this period of time are the ones who are really prospering in a way where creativity is necessary. And I'm glad to see that you're doing that really in a, in a really cool way. Oh, yeah. I mean, um, necessity is, uh, is the mother of invention. Um, so, you know, uh, where I teach in Palos Verdes, um, Amuse, the Palos Verdes Music Center, uh, the teachers got together um, right after the quarantine, right after March 20th, and had a big Zoom meeting to exchange ideas. And you can tell the, the young adults, you know, the people half my age, mm -hmm. they have all the new technology. Oh, you, you, bet, know, have, you bet, you yeah. bet. Um, and then, you know, the older guys like me, um, all four of the guitar teachers are teaching from our home recording studios. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, the older guys have have a little something, something going on, too. And, um, <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, you know, you, you really learn a lot um, from the other teachers. Um, sometimes, uh, you know, I saw uh, a young lady half my age. She has a three-camera setup with one camera on her left hand, one camera on her right hand a nice shot of her face and the music scrolling across the screen. So I'm like, wow. okay, Danielle, you got to tell me about this. Yeah. And she said, you got to tell me about your audio. How do you get your audio that good? You know? Very, very cool. That, I, I, something I wouldn't have even imagined uh, except for hearing it from you at this moment. So very cool. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, whenever people started to teach, um, to teach online, most of us thought it was a joke, you know, that, uh, Oh yeah, you know, these guys are going to put us out of business. But now, all of a sudden, with very little warning, you know, we're all right. teaching from so, home. Everyone. So, one are of you us telling me that these adaptations that you're talking about right now are are actually really new? I mean, I understand that you're doing some of these things before, but I mean, you're having new adaptations and new ways of doing these things since this pandemic or since the quarantining. Definitely. I mean, um, <clears throat> the, there are new technologies. Um, <clears throat> that um i have yet to incorporate in my system i mean um i'm using a, a behringer mixer from 2008 i'm using two boss compressors from 1986 um my room audio is running through a radio shack mixer from 1981 um and you know i'm juicing all that into some 2020 technology yeah so <laughs> this is too cool let me let me read I pull this up, and I was looking for some things to say about you or to find out about you that you post about yourself, T.J. Brinjack, and I couldn't find yes. very much. You don't do a lot of online posting. You don't do a lot of bragging about yourself. Let me brag on you in one particular way that I can think of, and that is that you play at the Cicada Club in Los Angeles, which is, for me, the absolute epitome of what a club ought to be, and I love it. I love oh my to goodness. be there. I love to have been there. And all those things you play at the Cicada Club. But here, let me. I took this. Uh, this is someone that has written something about you on LinkedIn. And he says, TJ is an extraordinary guitar maestro. He has the versatility to do everything from heavy metal to flamenco. 
His most admirable quality is his ability to work so nicely with others and to go with the flow. TJ lets his guitar playing do the talking, and he always brings a very positive energy to his bandmates and to those around him. I've personally played in front of thousands of people on stage with TJ, and he rises to the occasion every single time. I've seen him make do with equipment that was barely functional and still put on a fantastic show. TJ has the patience and demeanor to teach anyone musical arts, and I would highly recommend him in that role. I also think you cannot do better to hire him as a lead guitarist for important shows. He's amazing and has his own huge fan base. Is that you? I, I know who wrote that. Um, <laughs> when my lovely wife and I were dating, um, I was playing in one of the um, more popular glam rock tributes where everyone wore wigs. Yes. And so um, the funny thing about that is um, I was actually the only guy in the band who had long hair. I was representing. Everyone else had a wig. <laughs> and then um, my buddy in San Diego got married. I was performing at the ceremony, and I was also the best man. Mm. So <clears throat> I made the executive decision to get a short haircut, and my lovely wife lent me a Jennifer Aniston wig. And um, I wore <laughs> that for a couple Aniston. gigs, and the guys in the band pitched in and got me uh, – Another wig called the Tina Turner. Uh, it's, uh, it looks more like my hair used to look when I was about 19. Is that so. right early, huh? That was a fun band. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> How fun. Well, very, very good. I, I, I know that people have that opinion, uh, a very high opinion of you uh, around the uh, South Bay Area in Hermosa Beach where we live, where you live. And speaking of that, have you seen the uh, bioluminescence? Have you had a chance to go down to the beach at all or see it from a distance? What do you I think? haven't gone down, no. Well, it's really one of the, the cool phenomenons that we have going on around here. You won't see any place, you know, around the country. You know, it's it's unique like that. So let me ask you this, uh, TJ. What what are your goals uh, for your music from here? What what do you want to accomplish? Where, where do you want to get? Well, um, it's funny. I mean, you, you, it's, you always have to, um, you know, create original music and you know, the starting salary for original music is zero dollars and zero cents, of course. Um, I did a concert film um, with 18 minutes of instrumental rock music. Oh, my goodness. Look at those. Jeez. That was a year and a half ago um, I, before Susie's closed down. And then um, I have an instrumental rock program. When it's finished, it'll be 74 minutes long. I uh, have about half of it, a little more than half of it done now. And right before the quarantine uh, in February, um, or no, was that March? Anyway, uh, I had an opportunity to perform my 35-minute uh, instrumental rock program at the Hermosa Salon. Oh, yeah. I had Taylor Kennedy playing percussion. Um, we had Sandblast, local I favorite I remember seeing Sandblast, all of that on uh, online on Facebook, yes. And um, we had my college roommates band, Trucker Bomb. And the thing about my instrumental rock program, uh, 74 minutes of music, 36 songs. Each song is only 90 seconds or two minutes long. But they each have a different uh, tonality, uh, major, minor, or bluesy. And each one has a different uh, dance beat. There's a calypso and a boogaloo. I have waltzes. Um, you know, I have a Canadian disco in E flat. So 
these pieces of music um, will find themselves uh, in television and movies. Um, you know, we live in the entertainment capital of the world, and uh, certainly no one's going to break into your living room to hear you play. <laughs> but um, all hope. the 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 response response from the audience has been just terrific, and um, yeah. That's so, um, and the uh, Hermosa Saloon show. Not only did I not lose money playing original music, it was quite the opposite. I did the opposite of losing money actually playing original instrumental rock. Very so, cool. Yeah, Very that cool. was. You you remind me speaking that way. You remind me of Tim Rice. We share a first name. We're both Timothy. So. <laughs> How about that? How about that? <laughs> and I, I love his music and the and the way that he's able to to take music and make orchestration. So very very cool, TJ. Um, let me ask you this. Um, uh, we'll come to the close. So we've been speaking here about twenty minutes or so. But who would you like to thank? Who are the persons that you know help your life go? And I know you have your wife and daughter particularly, but uh, who else? Your bandmates or, or who are who are the other people that you work with? Well, I mean, um, I would always have to thank um, my lovely wife and our funny daughter, you know, uh, in or out of quarantine. Um, yeah, they've just been remarkable. The first person that comes to mind is uh, Sandra Gwynn Clay. Sandra is the founder and president of Amuse Music in Palos Verdes. And uh, she is just really looking toward the future. Uh, last Sunday, she wrote a letter to all of the uh, amused teachers and I brought myself to tears reading the letter aloud and she's really you know getting through this and really looking toward the future and she is um the most remarkable woman and um yeah the, the Sandra uh, Sandra Gwynn Clay the founder and president of Amuse is definitely um someone that comes to mind very nice to know um yeah Tell me this other thing then. Um, how can people find you if they want to hear your work? Where where will you be? How about your online addresses and all that kind of thing? What What is your contact information for people who would like to know more about T.J. Brinjack? People can find me on uh, Facebook. I mean, it's uh, it's nice when you're um, the only T.J. Brinjack on the planet. I mean, my, my lovely <laughs> wife is... You want to say something about that name? You want to tell me a little bit about that name? Um... <clears throat> Well, the first job I ever had in my entire life, I was 15 when I auditioned and I was 16 when I started. I was playing guitar and banjo at an amusement park and I would sign everything, Timothy John. And I was kind of the youngest guy in the band. I was kind of a snot and kind of not as good as the other guys. Um, and the band leader said, there's no way we're calling this guy Timothy John. And so he gave me the nickname TJ. So, and it just kind of <laughs> stuck. Uh, so, I got it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you can find uh, TJ Brinjack on Facebook. Uh Facebook Messenger is a great way, um, you know, for anyone to uh, to find me, and then we can exchange, you know, more personal contact information like phone number and things like that. Very cool. Thank you so hey, much. Hey, Jack. Yeah. Congratulations on the show. Thanks for having me, and uh, stay safe. Look forward to seeing you in person. I look forward to seeing you as well. Thank you, TJ. We'll talk again real soon. Thank you, Jack. Bye bye. Well, that concludes this episode of Real Talk with Jack Tracy. I hope you've enjoyed listening to my conversation with T.J. Brinjack and that you'll join me again on the next show with another musician from Hermosa Beach, the well-known guitarist and singer Kevin Sousa. Now, Kevin is the drive behind the Hermosa Music Company, which is a musical creative powerhouse in town 
and they've recently partnered with the new Hermosa One organization to produce a virtual Fiesta Hermosa this weekend, May 22nd through May 24th. And Kevin will come on and tell us more about that really quickly. So thank you so much. And if you'd like to help keep these podcasts coming, I have a tip jar on my website, www.jacksukulelemusic.com. And I believe there's a donation button you can find on the Buzzsprout podcast website, which is my host. So thank you so much for joining me. I'm Jack Tracy. And until next time, cheers to you.